Hi, everybody. Welcome to A Therapist and a Lawyer Walk Into a Bar. I'm Caitlin, your therapist, and we're joined by my husband, John, who is our lawyer on staff here. And Of counsel. What does that mean? They say that when you're like, you know, you're like not in, you're not really, you're just of counsel. You're just like, I'm not part of the firm. I just give it. counsel to the firm. It's some sort of salary structure. I frankly don't know what it is. Huh. You get paid for some stuff, but not everything. It's not like you're a regular employee. Mm, so this would be like if this was a company and you weren't like a salaried employee, but you gave us a lot of help, you would be of counsel. Yeah, I think that it probably happens where like, you know, Maybe an older member of a firm who's got a client, mm-hmm. like, says, I don't want to work as much. Mm-hmm. But the firm knows, we can't let this attorney go or else this client's going to go. Okay. So they're just like, oh, counsel. So they're keeping them on, you know, the... Huh. Wow. So I guess the analogy for me in this situation is that I'm not really part of this. I'm just a counsel. Oh. You just need me. Yeah. In some ways that's true, in some ways that's not true. Do you think you could do this whole thing without me? It would be hard to have a conversation by myself. Mm-hmm. But in terms of the recording and the <laughs> editing and the publishing of it, I think and I know I can do it without you. What about the the content ad that I bring, I bring to the table? Well, like I said, it would be hard to have this conversation by myself. I'd much not rather... impossible. No, <laughs> I don't think it is. I mean, I don't think I could be as bothered on my own. I think you bring that to the table. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, would be No, I think you bring a lot of valuable insight. You bring a different perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, like you know, sweet and, sweet and sour. You know, mm-hmm. all the opposites that are necessary for anything to feel like anything. Yeah. I think you bring that to the table, but I do the rest. Exactly. I stand by my point. I'm love counsel. Yeah. Right. So this is a podcast that is released every other week and it's sort of in some ways attached to a newsletter I write over on Substack called Dialoguing. I less and less attached, less and less attached. It is a nice place, I think, to flush things out a little bit. Mm-hmm. And we also talk about other things and nothing. And we've had a lot happen since we recorded last. Got hit by a car. Oh, yeah. Um, I released one of my newsletters was a like letter to you. Mm. And then the very next day I regretted it because I had a zoom blunder. So we're going to unpack all these things, a zoom blunder that was ultimately your responsibility. Mm. And, but we're going to unpack all these things, but first let's, let's check in. Let's check in. Oh, do we know? We don't normally check in. There's first time for everything. Okay, checking in Monday. Monday, President's Day. Pulling back the curtain. On yeah. What day it is, yeah. Which we seem to do pretty I think frequently. it's okay to do. Okay. 
Um, yeah, the day that we were, we've been told we have to honor presidents. Yep. So, tap, tap. I don't even think about it. I don't, I, I just. Excluding um, the, the Barackness monster. The. What is your top president? Mm-mm, mm-mm. Oh, we're not going to do that. If again. you exclude him, there's no point. Okay. Well, because we, I mean, it'd be number one. Right. Easy peasy. But. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, so, th- so you asking me what my favorite president is, is telling me how you are? We were, I mean, we got sidetracked by. We? <laughs> or you. I asked you, how are you? And you went on a tangent about it being President's it's Day. I'd like to avoid that question. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's, that's an answer. No, I'm, I, yeah, no, I'm fine. I'm, um, it's Monday. Yesterday was a very busy day. Oh my gosh. You, oh, he's asleep. Fucking two nights in a row. This kid is asleep before 8 p.m. What is this life? What is this life? Praise be. You know, Caitlin has a, <laughs> a real knack for just getting into song, and we're which we'll get into later. I don't want to sidetrack again, but we're getting we're real deep into the new season of Love Is Blind, and Ooh, it, baby it, boy. We've watched six episodes. It's played probably, I mean, uh, 50 songs throughout the six episodes. I've never heard of one of them. Correct. Nor... I don't know any of them. But you sing the lyrics? Well, because we have the... I like to have the subtitles on. And so I was doing it to fuck with you. Like, because the lyrics are insane. They're insane. And you're doing it... But you're doing it like... Yes, the, the lyrics are there. But you know, like, the... The, you know, the melody of it. Okay. One, I don't think I do a very good job of matching, so I'll take the compliment. Two, they're pretty... Pr- I mean, it's like... It's because everything has like a... <sighs> blueprint. I mean, it's like, you know, these synthy mm-hmm. B-roll, pop, you know. It's like Selling Sunset. They, It's like where... There are people that just make music for these shows, I feel like. I They're like, I'm like, going to be on Selling Sunset and Love is Blind. Like Netflix reality TV music industry. It's like the Muzak for reality TV Netflix? I mean, I don't think... So. I, don't know that, I don't know that that's a thing, but it feels like a thing. It wouldn't surprise... I mean, why pay for royalty rights when mm-hmm. you can just, you know... I don't know that that's what's happening, but it just, I mean, especially on Selling Sunset, it's like, it's it's basically like bad bitch o'clock. Like that's every single song. Mm -hmm. Bad bitch o'clock, go make money, get yours. Like that's. Isn't bad bad bitch o'clock a Lizzo song? Um, I think she says it's bad bitch o'clock. Yeah. It's thick 30. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's not that song, but. You know, they wish. They fucking wish. Mm -hmm. Anyway, what were we talking about? How I'm doing. How you're doing. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I was talking about the busyness yesterday. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, your coffee bar. You talked about that in a previous episode. You said that your entire contentment rested on this coffee bar. So I'm content. Survey says. So I'm content now. I'll be honest. To what extent do you feel more? Well, it's not done. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's shelfless. We need shelves. You know. I mean, I'll I've be got honest. This it, chip. It does look. The chip is when I saw. I saw the chip before you even put it in, and I was like. Like, was that like a rage? Like, were you like shoving it into the car? It was like a rage incident, but it no. wasn't. It was a Cutting. sawing incident. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's rage o'clock over here. Yeah. No, it wasn't rage. I mean, it was it was foolish o'clock. You know, okay. I didn't have that part properly supported. <laughs> so when I got to the end, it just fell off. Foolish o'clock. Yeah. That's what it was, foolish o'clock. <sighs> yeah. Dingus 30. Um, yeah, so I'm feeling almost content. I'm feeling okay. mo- getting to content- contentment. But yeah, no, I mean, I was like, it was so, I was so exhausted last night that I couldn't get to sleep. You know, you ever have that where you're yeah. just like, you're just so exhausted that even sleeping is too, trying to get to sleep is too hard? Yeah, you were kind of tossing and turning even though you wanted to go to, I was like very confused. Yeah, I just couldn't. It was weird. But then, then it was out. Oh, really? Did you stay asleep until 6.15? I did. Yeah, you're alarm. I, I thought, I kept thinking it was my alarm. And I was like, well, there's no way it's John's alarm because John wakes up with the chickens. <laughs> <laughs> the chickens? The chi- I don't know. I was what trying to think the- of something. I was like, wake up with the bats. I was like, no, the bats go to bed. The rooster? Oh, remember the bats? In our neighborhood, when I went on a walk oh, yeah. that one night, mm-hmm. fucking bats! What? Yeah, I'm not here for the bats. Okay, anyway, um, bats are good. The bats eat bugs. Listen, when you, how about this? You could give me your read on bats mm-hmm. after they've been in your hair. Um, it wasn't in your hair. It a thousand percent was. It touched your head. It didn't touch my head. It touched my hair. It, they swooped down. So I, this, the story is, the story goes, I think I was in high school. I can't, either high school or like early college. I was in a paddle boat paddling across back to the cabin at night because I had gone to the other side to see some boys that were tent, tent camping, as they say out here. Um, and so we went over and saw that, them. Does that mean boners? Ugh. God, no. I mean, I don't even think I had seen a penis by that point. Anyway, that's neither here, neither here nor there. Um, so I paddled across when it was sunlight or paddling back. I had never been on the lake that late at night. And all of a sudden, we could hear bats darting. And I didn't know it was bats at the time. I thought it was like birds or something. And they pulled up our hair like they were in our hair. They didn't get stuck in our hair, but like my hair was going up into the sky. So, you know, you can say they're great, but they're very darty. They're very unpredictable. They're not birds. Like birds glide, bats dart. Hmm. You know what they're darting for, right? What? Well, the little bugs that are there that are hatching. I mean, you're probably going across. Just... I know, I know. Yeah, my, yeah, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, 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 right. How did we get here? Bats. Bats. Oh, you wake up with the bats, but the bats doesn't really work. Yeah. So I was like, there's no way that that could have been your alarm because you would have gotten up. Mm-hmm. 
but you got up. Okay. So President's Day, yesterday was exhausting. And that really sums up how you're doing right now. Yeah, that's how we got to this point. Well, how are you how are you doing? Let's check in with you. I'm feeling surprisingly upbeat. I feel like once I put these headphones on and we get the mics on and we start talking, like mm-hmm. you know, I can feel the juices flowing. Yeah, all right. Um, great. But as you know, ten minutes ago, fifteen minutes ago, you asked me some question about Archie, and Ben, you're like, "Is it okay if he stays up?" And I was like, "I looked at you and I said, I'm done for today." Yeah, you you clocked out. I didn't realize we had a you know. A, yeah, I just was like, I'm done for today. Yeah. You can go solo. Well, on you did this a lot one. today. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I will push it, and I'll be, I'll get, I'll continue to get involved because I think it's going to make it go faster, and it isn't. Mm-hmm. It is better just to have one mind on the mm-hmm. task, mm-hmm. and I've learned that over, you know, four and a half years, four and a quarter years. So, yeah, I was just like, you need to take lead on this we don't need another jesus take the wheel you don't even know about that okay isn't that a song um yes carrie underwood so okay so last week i wrote a like letter to you Mm -hmm. and it was basically about how our relationship at this point is like love is like a foregone conclusion. I love you. It's easy to love you. You know, it's like, I don't, and it, it's like that, that is a good thing. And it's also like, it's kind of meaningless. Like if we were in a fight and you were like, but I love you, I'd be like, I don't give a shit. Like, it's kind of like it means everything, but it also... It, but you know what I mean? It's kind of mm-hmm. like... I think people think that's like... <laughs> I know, but I don't know what you mean, but I don't give a shit. It's kind of like... I'm like, but I love you. And you're like, I don't give a shit. Well, but, it, but, it's, a, very... but it's, about, it's about what precedes that. Like, if we're... You know, if you're behaving poorly and you're like, oh, but I love you, I'm going to be like, eh, irrelevant. Like, strike it from the record. Or what do you guys say? Um, what's the thing where you're like... It's an objection. Uh, irrelevant. Irrelevant. Okay, right. Exactly. That's what I would say. I would say objective, obje- objection, irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Um, that it's more about, I think, what keeps our relationship vibrant and not getting kind of like stale and crusty and boring, to be honest, is about liking each other and finding each other interesting. and And like sometimes that's, easy but sometimes you have to be like stop looking at this person as if you know everything about them as if they're an extension of you Esther Perel always says like we need to have a certain amount of sameness and separateness and she was talking about how you know she's talked about how we've had a real lean in in romantic relationships to more emotional intimacy towards that kind of safety sameness side of the spectrum but it becomes if you get too much of that, then it's like being with yourself emotionally, sexually. Like she's like, you have to have enough separateness to have a bridge to gap. Like if you're the same person and you think you know everything about the person and they're just like you and they should be just like you, like there's nothing, you need a challenge. There's nothing exciting about that. In some ways it's a challenge, but some ways it's just being like, 
you know, we talk a lot about how different you and I are. And when you first meet someone, all you see is how you're the same. Like, I did not feel that you were that different than me. Like, it came in waves. Like, when we moved in together. And then we moved across the country. And then and then we got married. And then, and then having a kid. Like, it comes out in these waves where you start realizing, like, oh, my God, you experience the world so differently than I do. And I, you know, it's a Venn diagram. We have things where we see so fucking eye to eye. We are like, I mean, might as well read each other's minds. Or, and literally or, we are seeing things completely different. We are watching different films. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think that is the phase that we're kind of in here. And I think it can be really easy to rely, like I said, on like, well, I love him and he loves me. And like, you know, it's like, I guess that's all there is. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that there is a, like, we have a through pattern of values Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. are alike. Mm -hmm. Often the way we go about either expressing or getting to or working around those values sometimes are very, uh, are different. So different. And so, you know, there is, yeah, yeah. And so though I think those things can, can butt up against each other. But they can also be attractive, right? Mm -hmm. Like it can Mm -hmm. be like, you know, a lot of my like letter to you is about your relationship to cooking. That is just like so. It almost like you sound like cocaine. Cocaine, sorry. <laughs> your relationship my cocaine. To co- cocaine. <laughs> your relationship to cocaine. Just, your relationship to cocaine. I admire is, it. Is, is I just I admire it. And my relationship. You're great at it. Like you just. Oh my uh, god, you're so good at the cocaine. Um. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm glad you specified. So your relationship to cooking is different than mine. And I admire it. And and, and the thing that I kind of was noticing is that I get kind of like, I start to feel guilty and anxious because you're doing it more than I am. And you're better, way better at it than I am. And I start thinking like, I'm not realizing that I'm seeing it all through my lens. I'm like, well, if it was me and I was, I would be feeling like this. And for you, you're like, no, it's great. I want to do it. It's so regulating for me. Like it's not, and, and it's me remembering. And then when I can sit back and be like, oh, he's having such a different, like, I'm not so in it anymore. I'm not seeing it through my own eyes. I'm, I'm just watching you be incredible at this thing that is so helpful and nourishing to our family. And like, but I, if I don't realize, oh, he's having a totally different experience than I am. I could miss all of that. I would just be like feeling guilty. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, well, it, it is, it, it's a regulating force for me and it's regulating in, the meditative quality quality of having like a set direction and path Mm -hmm. that I can just do this Mm -hmm. and commit to it. Um, and that feels really grounding for Mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. And, um, and at the end to have a product that brings people joy 
and fulfillment. Mm-hmm. Just like a, you know, it, like that's why yesterday after, you know, going through the stress of, you know, going to Ikea, going to Home Depot, getting these products, using, you know, a handsaw, then coming out and Archie having put all of your makeup all over his face <laughs> and the, everything's a mess. Um, the thing that I wanted to do most was cook a lasagna for four hours. Yeah. Yeah. So, And I find that like deranged mm-hmm. and attractive, hmm. you know, because okay. like, can you imagine me after I couldn't have done the lasagna if I hadn't done all the first parts, like the only way I could make that lasagna is if I had like, if no one was in the house, if I had slept in, if I was here alone for like a day, I mean, there's just like the, the circumstances that would need to happen in order for me to make a lasagna. Just like they don't exist in my life, you know? So anyway, so I wrote this like letter to you. You don't really have to say what you think about it because you kind of already told me, but um, you could. Um, Well, I I don't exactly. I mean, it's been, I guess, a week and a half or so now. You don't remember it. This is perfect. This is perfect. This is perfect. This is perfect. It's great. It's great. It's great. It's great. Anyway, so... Like you said, a lot has happened. I wrote it to him. And then the very next day, I was in day two of this intensive that I'm doing for work. The first day, I had a bunch of Zoom issues. And so John said, you know what? It might be... Or I think I said... Oh, I Googled, like, Chromebook and Zoom, and, like, all sorts of issues came up. And I was like, maybe I need to use a different computer. So I took this Lenovo that we're recording this on... And John was like, yeah, there's Zoom on there. It just, it'll, it's already, you know, the app is already on there. And I was like, great. And so I take it the next day and I have this thought and I have a literal text that I sent you because I just know. Let's see. So before the, the training starts and I can't. I wrote, I hope your Zoom name isn't anything offensive because it wouldn't let me change it before I joined. So now I'm just in the waiting room hoping it's okay. This is like three minutes before it starts. (coughs) Then I get let in. Do you want to tell everyone what the name was? By, I mean, telling what the name was, I want to place the the caveat that I don't know when and how this name got on there. I still believe in my heart of hearts that this was a sabotage by a saboteur. <laughs> but the name was Tapo Tits. Yeah, the name was Tapo Tits. Um, this is a training um, with... 53 people in it. Um, And a training in which, you know, I'm giving and receiving this therapeutic technique. So, 
Yeah, Tapo Tits. Tapo Tits. Anyway, I immediately logged out and had to figure and sign up for a new Zoom name. Um, it was mortifying. I like later cried about it. And well, you got a nickname. I mean, I don't know if anybody saw it. I. It was. I haven't. I have not felt that embarrassed in a long time. And it was like the right setting to work through all of that and all the different parts that that elicits. But I was absolutely fucking mortified. Um, and I knew it. Like, the best thing is, is that I knew it. Like, I had a sense that it was going to be something horrible. And it was. And you can blame someone else as much as you want. If it was somebody else, then why did I know to text you, there's something nasty on this computer? And I was right. Okay. So I just have to point that out literally the day after I write this, like, you know, pouring my heart out to you. I am reminded of all of you. You can, I know you refuse to take responsibility for it. It's fine. Um, is there anything else you want to say about that? Not without the risk of incriminating myself more. <laughs> okay. Which... Brings me to us being hit by a car. I knew we'd get there eventually, huh? Yes. Do you want to set the stage? Tell us the story of what occurred. Um, I, it's it's um. I mean, we're fine. Let's let's mm-hmm. start there. Mm-hmm. Nobody's injured. Correct. Didn't even get a bruise. Um, yeah, that's about the extent, you know little bit of uh, like increased heart mm-hmm. rate. I mean, maybe? I fell Some to the ground. You keep, you keep forgetting this part and my shoes are all fucked up, but <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> like you realize people get very sometimes fatally yes, injured. Yes, personal injury attorney. I realize that people get, I'm just, you keep talking about it only from your perspective and it's like, <clears throat> you know, yes, I understand. Yeah, okay. Let's preface this by saying we're okay. We're very lucky. People get fatally injured in car accidents. That is very true. We still got hit by a car. Mm-hmm. Yes, that happened. Do you want to just not talk about it because we didn't die? <laughs> <laughs> well, I just don't think... I mean, it was... Uh, we had very different reactions to it. So maybe it makes... <clears throat> sense for for you to talk about it from your perspective because from my perspective it you know was uh it's no big deal it was not a big deal uh-huh yeah cool okay well we were having a night out which we very rarely have and we had planned to go to dinner and then to a concert and which can we concert Started at 9 p.m. Yeah, it's unacceptable. With an opener. Yeah, it's unacceptable. We left at 11.15 before even the, I mean, the main act had even gotten to the encore. Yeah, I I was feeling like, okay, we're going to get to my favorite song. We saw the Cold War Kids. It's like, okay, we're going to hear first. And like, but I was starting to like get tired and my feet were hurting and... And he was like, oh, we got a lot more to, like, we got a lot more to do. And I was like, I got to get out of here. 
like we're not going to make it to the end. We were having the complete polar opposite experience of the man next to me who yes. was shirtless. Yeah, he took his shirt off. Took his shirt off. Right. And he kept screaming, let's fucking go, which Just is John's least favorite. Least favorite uh, um, thing that came of enthusiastic. the past three or four years. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, that, that was the, the side. Let's go back to the... Okay, yeah. So we were going to go see the Cold War Kids, which we obviously did. And we parked our car and we're like coming up and we know we need to cross the street. And there's a crosswalk and then there's one of those like pedestrian crosswalks with like the flashing lights. And I was like, why don't we just cross here? Because it's this is the stoplight. It's, you know, we and we literally had this conversation. I was like, this is going to be safer here. We're like arm in arm. We get the signal to walk across and we're walking and I, at the last second I heard a loud noise and I thought I don't know I could I could sense something was happening and I was like it has to just be a car going straight it can't possibly be a car careening towards us and yet <laughs> there was a car turning left and we must have been in their blind spot and it was like the, what would you say that is? Like the right, the front left bumper, basically. Mm-hmm. Driver's side bumper. Drum, driver's side bumper, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, ran to you and you like slammed your hands on the hood. And he like slowed, he's, I mean, he slowed down at the last minute. I don't know if he felt us or saw us or what happened. Um, Real missed opportunity on my part to say, I'm walking here. Right, 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 right. Know, I fall to the ground. The guy gets out of the car and he's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And then immediately starts grabbing me. And I was like, can you please not touch me? Like you already hit us with your car. Could you just not touch me? Mm-hmm. Um, and I kept asking for space. And eventually he gave space. And you were so unaffected by this interaction. You, you, somebody who I've heard say on the phone to takeout delivery um, people when they didn't give us our miso soup, Here's what you're going to do for me. Number one, you're going to send me more miso soup. Number two, you're going to give us so give this to us for free. And there was a third one, and I can't remember what it was. So that same person that did that about mm-hmm. a miso soup said to this man that just hit him and his wife, it's okay, man, I totally get it. That was your response. Mm-hmm. You're a personal injury attorney. Like, if we were your clients, like... What what did we want most? What did you want most? We wanted the interaction to be over. Correct. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and you, I just... I thought you were going to have a Karen moment, to be honest. Like, I was like, this is... Like, he's going to have a Karen moment. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but instead... It's okay, man. I totally get it. Came out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. And I was just stunned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like, and I did, you're right. I didn't want it to be over. I was very disoriented. I was like, 
I couldn't tell if I was hurt. My toes really hurt. I was like, did the tires go over my toes? Did you just step on me? And then my new white shoes were all fucked up. And then, and so you're right. I just wanted it to be over. And then I was embarrassed also. And like, we walk all the way across the street, the car leaves and this woman runs out of the restaurant and she's like, are you guys okay? Like what just happened? Like I saw what just happened. And I wouldn't let you touch me, I think, because I was so thrown off by your reaction. But I did let this woman hold me while I cried. Um, This is a running, I I guess, theme or reoccurring theme that happens mm -hmm. where in moments of you struggling, I... Am, am not you just a place start, of you support. just start talking like stop talking <laughs> so much what? like this woman just held me like she just held me and you wouldn't have wanted me to, to hold you if you could do it and shut the fuck up i'd be fine with it <laughs> but you can't and i get it i get it you're anxious you're trying to like it's you're trying to make sure i'm feeling like you know Yeah. Like okay, are you feeling hurt by that? <laughs> no, I yeah, I mean okay. I'm, I'm somewhat, okay. you know, I don't feel hurt, but I somewhat feel sad that I'm not your uh, you know, your rock of comfort and support in those circumstances that you know, and and I don't really know if if through this your the rock of support that you would have needed is me to go full Karen on him. And no, 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 no. Okay. So then just talk, do less. It, yeah. It's just like sometimes when you're, yeah, when I'm overwhelmed, sometimes I just need like, a hug and just like you know it's fine no words though <laughs> like it's like i can see your face as you're like sometimes you just need a hug and then it, it's fine but don't say that yeah <laughs> just say, just express that don't say a word physically um and this is you're not alone here though like this has happened i remember in grad school we had a group therapy class and I got really, really emotional the last day. And I had this awareness at that point that, like, people were going to come close to me. And I I, I was like, I didn't want to be touched. Mm. Um, and I think the other times you're alluding to where this has happened, where it's like when I was giving birth to Archie, after I had been served that drink, mm. and then this. Mm-hmm. Um, That'd be them. Yeah. And I think in some ways there's an emotional closeness that we have that it's like I'm being I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. Huh. Okay. I'm thinking about it. I think I'm 
there's part of me that's like, I don't want to start worrying about you too. Like, I think that there's like a caretaker part that's like, as soon as you get involved, I immediately have to be like, okay, now get over this quickly. Um, hmm. Why, why would you need to get over it? Oh, because you don't want me to, you think that I would be like. Mm-hmm. And you are. I mean, to be yeah. honest, when you notice I'm struggling, you take on a, this particular tenor that is like, you know, and it's anxious. I get, I mean, I am that way too when you're in a place. Um, but I think, yeah, it's kind of that urgency thing that we talked about with Archie where it's like when you can sense someone struggling, you kind of, how do I fix? How do I make it better? How do I, you know? Is this, do you think, is this a, a uniqueness to our relationship or do you think, a lot of people have this in their relationship where it's like, because hmm. there are times where I do want that with you, and you know, like I can think of times where I'm thinking about like a trip I came back from last year, and you were laying on the couch, and I came into the front door, and I just like came in and like cried, and you like helped. I mean, there are times where I do want that from you. Um, remember my bachelorette party, I was like crying for you <laughs> like i just want john um so there are times i can't really understand yeah it's interesting quite quite but i will talk less mm-hmm. hug more mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and be less of an you apologist know, for our assailants. Yes. And you know what it is? I think I think in some ways my system is like... I think sometimes when I get the reaction of like... It's like... So if I'm upset about something and then I see your face or like sense that you're like, Oh no, are you okay? I immediately, I, I, okay. I'm starting to get it. There's a part that comes in. That's like, no, I'm fine. Like, it's not that like I'm emotional, but it's fine. Like I'm not weak. I'm not fragile. Mm. I'm not like, mm-hmm. you know, like I want, but like with the Archie thing, I've said that to you. Like when I was giving birth to him, I couldn't look at you because I was in such a place of like raw, primal, um, um, what's the word? Like lineages of female strength. Like I couldn't. You were a tiger. I, yes, I was, I'm the tiger from Fargo. Like if I looked at you, all the softness in me would have come I would have shifted mm. gears you know mm. and I needed to st- I couldn't you know Molly was like our doula was like okay now this is the part where you look into John's eyes and you you know think about this moment and how you fell in love and dreamed of this and I was like I, I looked back at you and I went nope, nope. <laughs> <laughs> not the time <laughs> it's not that time that, that happens it may never be that time um and I hope that you, because I am very smooshy and like emotional and I do reminisce about those things. But then there are times where 
Am I making any sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I think that makes complete sense. That okay. You, yeah, that, um, yeah, that you would feel a lack of strength in a moment where you feel like you need strength to, because feeling like, you know, giving yourself into what I am presenting is maybe there's, you know, sort of that, um, histrionics there in terms of relation you know the husband wife relationship Mm. you know the place of strength (gasps) and then not feeling like oh I don't I don't need him to feel strong in this moment Mm -hmm. I don't need Mm -hmm. a man but 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 also the inverse is true also which is hysterical wife yeah Mm -hmm. right and so there might Mm -hmm. be some of that in there too of Mm -hmm. like I'm fighting some of those, like, you know, I'm feeling an emotion, but I'm not falling apart. I think that that's something that comes to me a lot of like, you know, I'm not, I'm not just working through being able to say how I feel. It's also being like, and it's not uh, like, this concept came up a lot last week in the intensive, which is like trusting that people can tolerate the discomfort, right? It's not just naming it. It's being like, yeah, and it's fine that she, you know, she feels that way. This comes up sometimes with Archie when he's like having a meltdown. Some of our job is to be like, he can tolerate that. He's not going to explode. And in some of the way, I think that gets categorized in his body isn't just us like there's like the obvious ones which is like don't shame him like don't be like don't cry pussy um but then there's also the urgency of being like oh no are you okay Mm -hmm. instead kind of being like patient and being like oh okay you know seems like you're really feeling because if you do the oh my god are you okay that also suggests there's something wrong with it you're not saying that like don't cry pussy part but it's Mm -hmm. like you know, they're both signaling, oh, no, something bad is happening. Right. And I think I have a little bit of that in me, which is, like, it's okay that I cry after that happening. That was pretty, like, startling. Um, so, yeah, I'm, like, I'm negotiating the edges of that, I think. Um, but you're right. I think there is a stereotype or... Yeah, I mean, just looking at that, just this... I mean, the getting had a car. I mean, not surprisingly, you know, the, the assailant running up to you, uh-huh. touching you, not great. Uh-huh. Me doing that, another male husband figure, and then a random woman comes out of a restaurant <laughs> and you fall into a puddle in her arms uh-huh. immediately. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, I right, mean, there's so there many is, different. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. What was also interesting is that there was a car behind us at this point, once we got hit, that was, like, waiting to go at the next green. Didn't even roll down their window to be like... Yeah, they got it. They got it, they got it. I was like, Jesus. Yeah, she's there. She's got this attentive husband, and there's the gentleman seems very apologetic. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Anyway, so that was our um, 
fun little uh, experience. Not even a bruise on me, though. I know. You're excited about your quads. I mean, worried about that guy's car. Yeah. I, it is interesting. So when do you think he started, like, did he, he see us at the last minute? Or did he feel you? I can't discern. Yeah, he wasn't going. I mean, he saw before. I mean, he wasn't going fast. I mean, he, he was at a stop and then okay. was making a left turn and... You know, it was a grazing. So I think it was like a, you know, like going, like turning, like, oh, yikes. And then like slam on the brake, kind okay. of moved to the right. And then so it was just a. Yeah. You know. Just a little. And then like, walk in here. Yeah, you wish. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I told you later the thing that was really, that really startled me, I think, was. Once I heard it and could feel it, like I could feel the heat and the energy from the car coming, my brain went to a place it's never gone to, which is imagining you underneath a car. Mm. Like that, maybe, you know, your brain does that and try. It's like, okay, here's this like a you mechanic know, this, or huh? Yes, right. Um, no, <laughs> um, and so that really fucked me up for a while, and I had to like do that strategy that I've had to do mm-hmm. too many times in my life where you just you have to walk yourself through because your brain's just going to go back to the moment when the scary thing happened and so you walk yourself all the way through which is like we're walking got a love tap I fell I stood up you were there we walked to the restaurant we were fine like I walk, walk all the way through mm-hmm. um, not mm-hmm. just that moment of like because I can still see it that part and I can still like it's still yeah. get tinglies um, just, like, just walk all the way through all the way through mm-hmm. then we went and had vegan food and saw Cold War kits and the guy took his shirt off yep there you have it so here to tell another tale mm-hmm. and I think that brings us to this week I wrote about parenting but I think we can leave that for another time or never talk about it at all. Um, but we do absolutely need to talk about love is blind. You go first. Well, okay. Let's set the stage. Love is blind. Season six cast, I think is Charlotte, North Carolina. We've watched the first six episodes, the first drop. We, what was that? No, go ahead. What were you, what did you just do? Just did you, did you took burp? in the thought. Okay. I was going to bring it over here to the microphone. Oh. I took it from over here. Took it and, and bring, it over. bring it over here. Took it over here. Bring it over here. Okay. Do you believe love is in fact blind? right? Well, we talked about this briefly. So, people who don't know about the show, which I don't know how you couldn't, but it is a reality dating dating television show on Netflix. It is built on the premise. Or the question, is love truly blind? And I think it's 10 or 15, 20, I don't know. There's a certain number of people. um, At this point, it is men and women. And men are on one side, women are on the other side. And then they meet and they talk through a wall. They can't see each other, but they can hear each other. And they narrow it down, and then they end up proposing if they find somebody that they really want to be with. There's a reveal, and then later stages. So it's 
built on the premise of is can you fall in love without ever seeing the person? And you're asking me, do I believe that love is blind? Correct. Hmm. Well, we joked about, you know, I, I think the show is insane. And that's why it's so fun to watch. Yeah, the show, the show is insane. It's, it's a good premise, yeah. but it's the a great experiment premise. of that is flawed in countless ways. Yes. It doesn't actually test whether love is blind. It tests whether, um, you know, under these particular circumstances, people who find an attraction based somewhat just upon mm-hmm. well, discussion, okay. but there's all, there's so many other mitigating forces that work against like being on TV. You mean, well, being on TV, being not ever seen sunlight, um, <laughs> yeah, right. you know, being in a pack of people where there's group think happening, right. You know, and like, you're socializing with other people that are dating potentially some of the same other people. Yeah. And to think that, you know, I mean, there, there's certain, you know, elements continue to get added in, added in as you go. First, it's just a discussion. Then you see what they look like. Then you go back to their home and see what their social groups are like. So it's like, you know, you begin peeling and adding selectively in a way that is inauthentic to what a normal situation would be. Still, it's a good... It's Yeah, it's a great premise. It's, but it's not something that tests the theory is if love is blind or not. I mean, blind. it does more than I think anything else I've ever seen. Mm. But I, you know, we were joking about it. I was like, yeah, this is horseshit. But it would totally have worked for us. Like, I think I would have absolutely fallen for you just talking to you. Mm. Like, mm-hmm. you've got a great voice. You're so funny. Like, and I wonder if you would have felt, do you think you would have felt more confident like in that setting? No, I don't really, I don't don't like, uh, I don't really love talking on the phone. Okay. I think that I really, um, work and thrive off of people's facial expressions. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. I guess that's true. I guess that's true. I think, I, I think in some ways I would feel more confident. In other ways, you're right. I do need like some feedback. But if I close my eyes, I feel like I could picture something. Like start talking. Uh, hey, who, who do I have here? <laughs> yeah, but you would do weird voices and that probably wouldn't do you any favors. <laughs> um, but I think it totally would have worked. I would have definitely fallen for you just talking to you, I think. And I think, and I, you. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, but we, you know, we came, you know, our relationship came not from, I mean, the first time we ever heard each other's voice was on our, when we first met. That's true. But we talked a whole bunch via text. text and message. Yeah. So we had sort of. Wetted our whistles. Yeah, I mean, we fell in love with the, you know, jib of our grammar train. Hmm. I wasn't in love with you before we went on this first date. Sorry, we (laughs) fell in like (laughs) with, with, Mm -hmm. you know, the way that we constructed Mm -hmm. sentences. 
Um, Do you want to tell our audience what you have told me about that first date? Oh, that I mean, when you walk, when you walked in, mm-hmm. yeah, when you walked in, it felt like everything sort of stopped, and it was very cinematic and slow motion, like everything else became a blur as you sort of walked through mm-hmm. to the front, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I mean, they could have been the shot of Malort that I had just <laughs> taken. Sure, 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 sure. But no, I mean, it was um, very. It, it had a, a a feeling of a very momentous occasion. Right, something's happening. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, I had a similar feeling on that first date when <laughs> you you kept going to the bathroom, which I was like, this person either has to circle back a cocaine problem or a very small bladder. It turned out to be the latter. Um, and I remember... I, I had had lots of friends that were dating at this point and they kept saying like that guys would ask them out on their second date on their first date. And I was like, Oh, that's never happened to me. Like I've gone on second dates, but usually not like I'm not planning it with somebody on the first date. And after one of your many bathroom breaks, you came back and said, you like leaned forward on the bar and looked back up at me and you were like, this is going like really well. Don't you think like we should like plan like, what are we going to do next? And I remember being like, I was really liking you, but to have somebody showing such like, kind of like, um, naked enthusiasm, yeah. it was so like exciting and like vulnerable and wonderful. Mm. Yeah. Glad. It yeah. probably was the cocaine talking though. I knew you had a joke in the fucking canister because you looked dead behind your eyes as I was telling that part. Like you were just waiting so you could tell that joke. No, that one. No, that just came up. That was okay. Yep. But I was trying to find a way to break the um, vulnerability and vulnerability that was present there. Right. 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 That's what you get. Cocaine joke. Cocaine joke. Yeah. 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 And why wouldn't I just like fall into your arms and moments of vulnerability? You know. Mm Um, okay, so love is blind. Do you think love is blind? I guess I didn't answer. You you think, and let me think about it. <laughs> let, me, let me, as Archie, Archie's doing that lately. Hmm, let me think. Do I want to go to bed or do I want candy? Hmm. <laughs> mm, I think I want candy. That's a let good me, idea. That's a me, good idea. <laughs> let me just, uh, let me do this. Eeny, meeny, miny, candy. Catch a little tiger by its toe. If meeny meeny miny, okay, I guess it's candy. Well, <laughs> twist my arm, okay. Yeah, it's just the eeny meeny that decided just, it's it. It's just the eeny means. Uh, I think that uh, true connection with people is blind, and I think that if uh, I think that quite often. Um, people's level of attractiveness is less spurned by and informed by maybe their, like what they think is attractive, but what they think other people will think is attractive. And so I think that those wires can tend to get crossed between, you know, what other people think and what you desire. 
Right. We're just a bunch of dum-dums. Like, we're being told what is attractive. If we mm -hmm. went to any other, like, Mm -hmm. it's so, you know. So I think love is blind, but our ability to see love when it's there Mm -hmm. is distorted by Mm -hmm. our perceptions of what is and is not. Well, and two thoughts I just had. One, we might be talking about the difference between like love and lust, which are two different things. Mm-hmm. And then two, is this offensive to blind people? Yeah. Right? Like blind people like, fall in love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That just occurred to me. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I don't know if it is offensive to blind. I mean, it's, uh, yeah. I mean, they're like. Yeah. Like, yeah. What do you think we're doing? <laughs> <laughs> you remember that in um, Ray? Ray, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. the wrist thing, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. But again, that's totally something that is. Mm-hmm. That's that's like uh, mm-hmm. anti-fat bias, I think, more than yeah, anything. But it's got to be informed by, you know, people talking or right telling. That's him. true. I mean, right, right, right. You know, it is all just... Man, this begets a lot of different questions. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and let's get off the deep and into the gritty. Yeah. So first of all, like, the people who are on this show, it's like, you are, I mean, you are a really, garner a really low, low level of celebrity. Am I right? I mean, mm. like... The people on the Bachelor and the Bre- the Bachelorette of the world of this reality, whatever. I mean, those are probably the highest level of. I think Love Is Blind celebrity. has gotten bigger than The Bachelor in terms of that, like the numbers. Really? In terms of like Instagram numbers. Oh, is that what we're looking at? Is that what, what else is there? I don't know. TikTok. Listen, I don't know how it all works, but it just seems like you know. In this one, somebody was like. Look, I'm not coming on here to, like, get famous. D-level celebrity. But they're starting to ask, like, one of the guys was like, how many followers do you have on Instagram? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, like, a question people are having. Um, But, okay, why are you bringing this up? Uh, Just because it's just, like, I don't know. I wonder how many of these people are, you know, thinking that this is going to spawn some... You know, I'm sure that's part. Career. I'm sure that's part of the soup. I imagine it's that. I imagine it's going on a cool trip. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure some of it is being on TV. I mean, it is an interesting premise. Like, I think if I was still single, and this came, I would definitely be interested in it. Yeah, interested in it, but like from the perspective of yeah, I mean, I guess. I mean, the whole, like, oh, we're getting engaged. I mean, it's obviously just a ruse Uh in the whole deal. Yeah, that part's stupid, but whatever. Um, They're just trying to up the stakes, you know? Right, right. That Uh, part would be hard for me. I think I I wouldn't. I mean, are you now, like, you now, like, if, if that happens and then it doesn't work out and then later, like, you're like, have you ever been engaged before? Like, are you saying, yeah? I mean, I guess it doesn't engage as, like, a nonsensical... Mm-hmm. It's just a construct. And you'd be part of your story. I mean, you'd tell it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I was engaged on TV. But it's also, like... I don't know. I hope you won't take this the wrong way, but, like... 
it's like also who cares? Like, you know, it's like about being engaged. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Right. I agree. Right. I mean, it's sort of, sort of silly. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's, I just don't, I, I mean, we've got the real, the real hot commodity, the guy just like Jimmy, I mean, you know, beyond the fact that you can sort of, you know, it goes against the show, but see what he looks like. And you're just uh-huh. kind of like, this guy is a very basic B. <laughs> the women on Rich Text referred to him. They, he looks like a thumb. Is what they said. Yeah, I could see that. He looks like, yeah, if you took your thumb and then you drew <laughs> like an eye, eyes and a face and a yeah, nose like people, on Yeah, like people used to do that. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 yeah, he's like that. Yeah. Pills can be just, yeah. And then, you know, then just in terms of his conversation like uh, yeah, maybe there's just a level of like quiet confidence there that maybe they're they're attracted to but he never really commits to anything he he's never not a, says he's anything he's not a good communicator yeah, he's not funny but some people's yeah. attachment styles might like that right like he's mm. a little bit soft but not really you know he's not super aggro like mm. you know i could see and one thing i said to you that i think is true is like if other people like that person, like right? Exactly. You felt that growing up, like everybody would like someone. That's the group thing. Yeah. Right. Right. right I mean, right. when they go back and it's like, they're like, Oh my God, Jimmy, <gasps> he said nothing. I mean, it's like, <laughs> so hot. Right. Like you automatically get into your role in that area of like, I'm the funny one. I'm the hot one. I'm the silly one. Right. I'm the quiet and reserved one i'm the mm-hmm. mysterious moody one you know like everyone gets that and it's like oh the moody one like this person they must have like an edge to them or like uh-huh. the you know the hot one like this person that person must be hot too you know it's just like there is a yeah. that's a good question what is it about it's i mean to be honest i every single time i feel like the men i'm just like I can't, there's not a lot of appeal. The first couple seasons, there were some, like, I remember in the first season, there was this guy, Cameron, and, like, he was great. Like, but, I mean, some of these men, I'm just, like, they're not bad people, but, like, they have not worked on themselves to the point where they're really bringing, like, a fully fleshed out partner to the table. They're kind of, like... Yeah, I mean, this is also... just kind of like who I am, and uh, take it or leave it, baby. And you're a little bit like, but like, do you understand the inside of like you and how you feel and how you work, or are we just gonna okay? okay. Well, I think that's you know, it's all true, but I think it's also a product of these people are twenty four to thirty one. You know, that's like... when people are dating and getting into relation. That's no excuse. It is. I mean, it, okay. It's a it's it's an excuse. It's an excuse. It's not like. Yeah. I mean, oh, I mean, honestly, the guy that I think is the biggest catch is the preacher, who's like, you know. But if it seems like things turn in the, the previous, mm-hmm. um, but I'm just like, what am I looking at? It's yeah, wild. Um. Oh man, I was like breaking out into hives last night watching it because I was just like, 
I can see where this is going. <laughs> and Jimmy, the guy that we were talking about, he keeps being like, you know, when you have to say something over and over, it's like, you know, it's not true. He's like, no, no, you're attractive. And not that that would matter, but like, you're attractive to me. And like, I'm so attracted to you. And like, we're the happiest couple here. And like, I don't have any doubts about you at all. I have zero doubts about you. Um, <laughs> in fact, I find you to be incredibly attractive to me, to my eye. You have perfect teeth. I have eyes. <laughs> I got eyes. And, yeah. Yeah. I find you to be very attractive. And, and it's like. You got big boobs. You got big boobs. Ah! Oh, my God, you guys. I mean, it's like. I mean, but, you know. It's, he's going to choke. Yeah. He's yeah. Gonna... This one woman that he. He chose this one woman, Chelsea. I don't want to say over, but he chose Chelsea instead of this woman, Jessica. And um, Jessica is Instagram, beautiful, pretty, whatever. And she apparently perceives Chelsea to not be as attractive as her. And she says something like, you're going to fucking choke. You're going to need an EpiPen, (laughs) which is... Like, I... Oh. I don't really understand that, like, what... Okay, so... Well, yeah, what is he allergic to? <laughs> well, what's he allergic to? Like, what's, he's going to choke because he felt like he made a wrong decision, and so that induces a gag reflex or a right. choking reflex. Right, right, right. And then, yeah. Oh, my God, it's so... I mean, when I heard that, I was just like... And it's like, you know, this person feels this like it's not like I'm surprised that she said that because I know that this person feels that way about yeah, she themselves. was just hiding that the whole yeah, time. Yeah, it was like, OK, just I, I was kind of in some ways I was like, just say it, just say it. I know you're going to say it. Just say it. Um, like she wanted to as soon as she found out that like he liked he would, her, he, he wanted like, to be she wanted to be like, I'm fucking hotter than her. And it's like. <laughs> I wonder if she could, is she not allowed to, are they not, could she not say like, listen, Jimmy, like, you know, she, this is what she looks like. Here's what I look like. I mean, she could have. Right. And essentially she did. I mean, After the fact. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I mean, it's like, and it's the, the hard thing about the show is that it does reflect reality in some ways. Um, People do have these biases and, you know, I mean, you know, it just, and and it is like, you know, Jimmy's like, Jimmy, that he He is such a Jimmy. I mean, you said that these people have like eight, nine hour dates that he could have spent, you know, throughout this these days, you know, 72 hours talking to her and finding that this is a person that I'm really connected to. And I'm like emotionally connected to intellectually connected to feel this. And and she feels this back towards me. And then, you know, have what appears to be, I mean, it's also editing, but what appears to be, you know, an absolute, like he's not attracted and to Chelsea. Yeah. Yeah. And like all of that 72 hours of going through that is now completely 
gone and he can't reconnect to it. I mean, is, I think he is. I mean, if there wasn't another person in the picture, I think it would be different. Like, but he at this point doesn't know what the other person in the picture. I think he can guess that she looks a certain way. I mean, maybe. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I but mean, he's, I just he's think... always going to wonder, which is almost worse. He could picture anything, you know. Like, yeah. um, but I mean, I think we also have to ascribe it to we. It is edited for us to think this way. Mm, I mean, I knew exactly what was going to happen, and I've been right so far. Yeah, but it, it's, they walked you down right. a path. I know, but in some ways, I think it does reflect some of society, you know, and, oh God, it's just painful to watch. And then there's this clip that they, they, they had the sound for it at the beginning in the like teaser for the season, which was like, all you heard, you couldn't see anything. You just heard you fucked her. I know you fucked her. (laughs) And so as we've been watching, I've just been saying it over and over to try to figure out who says it. And then in the preview for next week, we see who says it, which is Chelsea Mm -hmm. to Jimmy. Spoiler alerts. Well, you're going to have to start this whole as a, you know, normally it's a, uh, you know, uh, I can't think of the word. <laughs> it's a warning at the beginning, normally, that I've said something, you know. Oh, a content warning? Content warning. Now yeah. it's. I don't put in those intros warning. anymore. You don't remember? You don't notice that? Mm. But I just thought it was because we didn't have anything that was uh, uh, offensive. Sure. I'd really. No, I just put it in the text it down, of, you know? the, of the show notes. Oh, okay. Um. I'll have to put that in the show notes. Um, yeah, I can't. I, I mean, I'm living and breathing and dying by the show, and it's gonna. The next drop is gonna be on Wednesday, so there'll be two drops by the time we record again. I think, or maybe not. Anyway, if you want to watch along with us, you absolutely should. There's so much to unpack. Maybe we'll have like a quick, you know, Saturday episode <gasps> before SNL to. To do to recap Wednesdays. Oh my god! Okay, he wants to do an extra bonus. Oh, you know we won't be able to because we're gonna go. We're having a quad date on Saturday. We'll be back by. Okay. SNL, I think. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't really know anything about this quad date. Yeah. Well, anyway, maybe we will. Maybe we won't. Um, (laughs) keep you on the edge of your seat, but. I feel like that's it because we've recorded for a very long time. Yes, we've recorded for a very long. We've, I mean, and it's still only nine. There was a time when we would finish at ten thirty, where we just started right now. Yeah. Um, so, well, this is really fun. I miss doing this with you. I really wish we could do this every week, but we just don't have time. Yeah, but it's time. so fun to do with you, and you sometimes I forget that people even listen to this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, if you listen to this, and if you like, I hope that you will rate and review us on Spotify and or Apple. Mm-hmm. You can find my newsletter, Dialoguing. Um, there should be a link in the show notes that will take you to Substack. And you can become a subscri- subscriber to my newsletter there. You can become a paid subscriber if you want to support this work financially. 
and either way we're just really enjoying doing this and yeah we still have cats to give away yeah we do have cats to give away so if anyone wants cats um you can leave us reviews but Mm -hmm. i really wouldn't anyway yeah love you budge love you budge 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 Good, 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 good. I wonder if this is a life hack to get you to keep talking to us about Yeah. Hi, everyone. Quick disclaimer. The information provided on this podcast is for informational purposes only. This podcast does not provide any professional or medical advice. Anything written or spoken should not be a replacement for medical, clinical, professional advice, diagnosis, or medical intervention. If you take any action as a result of what you consume on this podcast, this is based solely on your decision, and this podcast cannot be held liable for the consequences of any action or inaction. By consuming this podcast, you agree that there have been no guarantees made about the results of taking any action, whether recommended or not. This podcast provides educational and informational resources that are intended to help readers and listeners thrive in their lives. You nevertheless acknowledge that your ultimate success or failure will be the result of your own efforts, circumstances, and the innumerable factors beyond the control and scope of this newsletter and podcast. Accessing and otherwise utilizing this podcast does not create a therapist-client relationship. Nothing in dialoguing is meant to be a replacement for the services provided by a trained mental health or medical provider.